episode 55 for January 2009. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They're an online leader in comic book subscriptions, and in these tough times with everyone pinching pennies, Mail Order will save you quite a bit off the cover price of new comics. Their discounts range from 38 up to 75% off the cover price of new books. And a special this month is the last issue of Amazing Spider-Girl number 30. The cover price is $3.99. Mail order has it for $2.47, which is 38% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com and tell them the crawlspace sent you. Welcome back, webheads, to our first show of 2009. We're starting off with a bang. This show, we're going to honor one of my all-time favorite artists, Sal Buscema. Sal, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. I am uh, truly honored, and I mean that sincerely. And Sal asked a couple of his friends to come along for the ride. We have writer well, Tom Well, I don't know DeFalco. about friends, but... Uh... <laughs> we have Tom DeFalco. Welcome, Tom. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. And I think Sal calls you a friend. Is he a friend, Sal? <laughs> uh, I'll have to think about that. Okay. Yeah. Think, think, very, you know, think a lot about that. <laughs> and another... Don't sound muffled. <laughs> and another quote-unquote friend is Ron Friends. Welcome, Ron. Thank you, Brad. It's wonderful to be here. Uh, this is uh, Sal is one of my favorites too. So it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here, and uh, it, it's great to be on with you again. So well, he and said that just the way I told him to. <laughs> He's got the cue cards, doesn't he? <laughs> well, Sal, I talked to you a couple weeks ago on the phone, and and you said that uh, this is going to be similar to This Is Your Life. We're going to talk to some yeah, uh, right. <laughs> more friends on the line uh, talking about your work, your 40 years of work at Marvel Comics. Before we go to the, the phone lines, talk a bit about those 40 years. Does it seem like it flew by? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, Brad, that's exactly the way it seems to me. Uh, I, I, I just I look back and I wonder where the time has gone. Uh, it, it's kind of the, the same thing. Um, the same feeling that I get about my family. I have three grown sons who are married and have families of their own, and my wife and I sit around and say, my gosh, where has the time gone? Um, it's right. it's a strange phenomenon, but it's very true. Right. Now talk a bit about how you got your work at Marvel. Was it uh, 1968? Was that the year? It was coercion. I uh, blackmailed <laughs> Stan. <laughs> no. Uh, let me see. When did I do my first job? I, I, is, did you say 68? I think I think that matches up to the yeah yeah sixty eight is correct yeah okay. that that would be right the math would work out right <laughs> um, I sent some samples up to I you know at first I I kind of bugged Saul Brodsky mm -hmm. uh, for uh, inking work and uh, then I made the mistake of doing some pencils uh, about it was a half a dozen pages I think I made up a little story about the uh, Incredible Hulk, who was a fascinating character, always has been my favorite character, yeah. and uh, sent him up to Stan, and uh, well, as, a, as they say, the rest is history. He, uh, For some unknown reason, he uh, decided to uh, hire me and give me work, and I haven't stopped since. Now, your brother John, I mean, he he was on the Avengers title. It was your first gig inking his, your brother's stuff? Is that how it started? Uh, no, actually... Okay. My first gig for Marvel was inking an obscure um, Western character called, I believe, Gunhawk. Wow. And I can't, uh, I, gosh, I apologize for this, but I can't remember who the artist was. It was a 10-pager, mm -hmm. and uh, Westerns were kind of, uh, I don't know how popular they were back then, but the Marvel was producing a few of them, and Saul uh, called me up, Saul Brodsky, and asked me if I would do this. They were kind of in a hurry for it, and uh, I was obviously anxious to prove myself. I was thrilled to get the, the first job. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I did it, uh, I think, in pretty good time. He seemed to be pleased with it, uh, with what I did, and uh, uh, this, this, is, this was the beginning for me. And uh, I, I kind of wanted to stay with inking, but when Stan saw my pencils, he wanted me to do some penciling, so, you know, you don't say no to Stan Lee, so whatever yeah. he said, I, I went <laughs> along with it. And for us Spider fans, your record of 100 issues straight on Spectacular Spider-Man, I mean, that's that's not been top. Did I do that yet. many? You Was did that many. <laughs> there was no 100. Kidding. Yeah. Man, that's what you call staying power, huh? <laughs> you said the Hulk is your first favorite. Is Spider-Man a close two? Uh... 
I guess I would say that. I have an affection for the character. There's a lot about the book that I don't care for, and it's because the setting is in the city, and I hate drawing backgrounds and buildings. You know, Ron is a master at this. <laughs> he just he amazes me with his backgrounds and 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 the uh, the 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 energy that he pours into each panel. Um, I tried to just slough off on the backgrounds. I just wanted to draw people. Unfortunately, when you're doing a Spider-Man book, though, you gotta you have to draw backgrounds, and most of it is in the city. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too happy about that aspect of it. But as far as the character is concerned, I mean, it's just a delightful character. Now, Ron, you, we talked on a previous show that Sal's really been an inspiration for you. Talk a bit about oh, that. Oh, he's well, lying. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, he was always, always one of my favorites when I was when I was growing up. I, I loved his stuff, the, the life of his stuff, the action of his stuff, the movement of his stuff. Um, but uh, as I've as I've gotten older, as I've become a professional myself, what, what Sal has really been an inspiration uh, specifically about is that I don't know of anybody who's been in the industry, uh, put in the time that he has, and put in the, the amount of uh, work that he has, and is always willing. Uh, DeFalco and I were just talking about this earlier. Is, is always willing to experiment, always willing to try new things. If an editor suggests something or if he's inked by somebody in particular, uh, you know, he picked up things from Walt Simonson on Thor. He picked up things from Bill Sienkiewicz when Sienkiewicz inked that stuff. He experimented. He tried new things. He, uh, you know, in his ink style, in his layout style. And, you know, usually you find people that when they're, when they're putting in their time and when they, they've done the amount of work that Sal has, they get kind of, uh, set in their ways, they get unwilling to experiment or be objective about their own work or to evolve. And uh, Sal's been a huge influence on me in that never resting on your laurels, never getting so sure that you're doing it the right way that it's not worth experimenting and trying something new. You know, Sal, in my the, the conversations I've been fortunate enough to have with him, you know, he's an evolve or die kind of guy, and and I've always believed that, and he's been a wonderful uh, example of that and a wonderful influence that way, sure. And, Tom, talk about your working with uh, Sal. When did you first start working with him? Um, I actually first started working with Sal when I was an editor. Mm-hmm. I was um, – I forget what title I needed. I was the editor of Spider-Man, and um, – I needed, you know, some issues drawn, and I was, uh, you know, looking for Something artists. amazing, Tom? I, I don't think it was amazing. Was it amazing or was it, you know, I don't remember which, which title it was. It was either amazing, you know. Well, I, I, I believe it was spectacular when we first started working together. And if, uh, I, was, I, I, now, I may be wrong about this, but I thought you were editor-in-chief at the time. Well, and well, we kind of had to beat you over the head to write, uh, to write the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you, yeah, because of your workload, but we finally talked you into it, and um, and I say we, it was several guys because we were having a, a Spider-Man meeting, if you remember, in New York with all these Spider-Man artists and writers and editors. Um, Danny Fingeroth, I believe, was uh, was doing all of the editing the uh, Spider-Man books. I, I I I don't mean to correct you, but that's my recollection of uh, of when we first started working together. Well, that's when we first started working as a as a writer and uh, a writer and artist. But when I was yeah. the editor of Spider Man, um, at one point, um, I, I needed an artist for for one of the books. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, okay, okay. I I, I relent then. I'm sorry. You're talking about yep. something else of which I have no recollection because <laughs> I have a terrible memory. But uh, yeah, I I uh, defer to you, my friend. And then somebody said to me, you know, why don't you call Sal Buscema? And I said. Sabiusema? Say, what are you, you serious? I you know, your I mind. Because <laughs> you think I could actually get Sal to do this? And and the guy said, "Well, call him." So I called you up, and I said to you, um, "You know, I, I introduced myself, and I said, man, I'd love love for you to pencil this this book and this and that.'" And what you said to me is. All right, I'll, I'll do it, but I, w- I want you to understand, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what my reputation is up at Marvel, but I'm really not a prima donna and I'm not a, you know. I said that to you. You said this to me. Oh, you my said, gosh. I, 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 I'm not a prima donna and I, and I make my deadlines and all this other stuff. Um, so I don't know what and you've that. heard. And I, and I said to you, I've heard that. You're not a put a dot and you make all your deadlines, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, this, 
this is fantastic. I'm having a good time already. <laughs> that, that, that's that's great, Tom. I, honestly, I, I really don't remember that, but uh, boy, that uh, well, well, it sounds I, like something I would say. <laughs> well, I, I think what had happened is around that time you were having you know arguments with a certain writer. I don't want to mention his name. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, okay. I understand, right? Uh, I recall the uh, I recall the period of time, and uh, it, it was difficult. And the next thing I know is I'm being tagged with the reputation of being difficult to work with. That <laughs> right. I was a prima donna, and that just floored me because I, up to that point, I always got along with everybody. Right. Yeah, I'm really a sweetheart. All you have to do is ask my wife; she'll tell you. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! That's not what she actually says, though. <laughs> And we have no, her no, on the no, line. No, no, no. She, she uh, told me I, knew this was, I knew this was going to turn into a Get Sal day. No, it's, anyway. it's, this is your life. It's a good good Sal recollection day. <laughs> but, but, but it was, uh, it was strange because you, you, you kind of, you know, I, I think that because you, you know, you had had some, some words with that writer, you were under the impression that, um, you know, uh, people were listening to him and reacting to what he said. Yeah. Where in truth, you weren't the only one having problems with him, and you know most people just said, "Oh no, no! <laughs> if there's a problem, we know who the problem is, and it ain't Sal." <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I, you know I think Tom, one of the problems there, and it, this is probably my fault, is because uh, I may have gotten a little bit complacent about my uh, uh, my place with Marvel because uh, living in Virginia. Uh, I got to a point where I was doing so much work for Marvel on such a regular basis that I made the mistake of not traveling to to New York from time to time. I mean, there were literally periods of, of years that went by when I didn't go up there just to say hi to everybody, communicate with the editorial staff, and so on and so forth. Uh, it was uh, I realize now that was a mistake on my part, and well, uh, th that may have contributed to this uh, this little incident. So yeah, and but you know, Sal, really, you know, considering your personality, it was probably better that you didn't show up at the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Sal, these are supposed to be my friends. <laughs> Sal, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we're going to get some celebrities on, and let me try to do that right now. Uh, I'm going to work the wonders of the internet. And oh my gosh. Get a friend of yours on the line, and I'm calling him right now. Let's see if it likes that. There, I got a ringing. Perfect. Thank you for calling Pow Entertainment. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time during this <laughs> announcement. For Stan, press one. For Gil, how, how do I press one? For Junko, <laughs> press three. For Mike, press four. For Yuka, press five. For address and fax information, I want to talk to Yuka. Or to leave a message in our mailbox. Or Arthur Lieberman, press 7. How can I press 1 on this thing? Let's see. Uh, don't you have any buttons? Oh, oh there I, you go. I don't. Stanley's office. Hi, is this Mike? This is. Hi, it's Brad Douglas from the Spider-Man Crawl Space. How you doing? Good. I wonder if I could talk to Stan, please. Uh, yes, give me one moment. One moment. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Sally. Oh, we have we have elevator music, Sal. <laughs> I wonder who the the special guest is. Yeah, Sal, if you couldn't guess it over this. Thank you for holding. We'll be with you momentarily. Wow, it's like radio or something. You know what? I think I lost Sal. Or did I? Stanley giving voice. Hi, hi, Stan. Who's this? this is Brad Douglas from the Crawl Space. Hiya, Brad. How are you? Doing all right. You know what? I, as I added you, I just lost Sal. I've got Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco on the line, though, if you want to talk to them real Who quick. Who you got? I've got Tom DeFalco and Ron Friends. Hey, hiya, Tom. Hey, Sam. How's it going? <clears throat> all right, but you're not supposed to lose Sal. I, I mean, know. my God, he's the star of the show. <laughs> Here, I'm calling him back. Okay, Tom and I will keep it going till you find him. <laughs> yeah, we will have to do Sal, I, I lost you. I'm, I'm back, though, Sal. Oh, what a shame. I was yeah, enjoying I talking to Tom. Sal, you've got Stan Lee on the line. Oh, my gosh, Stan Hey, Sal, are you? Well, look, can you get lost again for a minute? I was talking to Tom DeFalco, and you're interrupting. 
I am really sorry about that. Well, hey, it's good to hear. He's just as nasty as he ever was. <laughs> <laughs> well, even in my nastiness, it's great to hear your voice. How the hell are you? Oh, Stan, that's a, this is really a surprise, and I am honored that you would uh, participate in this little tete-a-tete here. Yeah, I had to say, I had to say, look, Barack, I'll get back to you later. Sour's on the phone. Uh, I, I mean, and, you know, he gets so upset, but don't worry, I'll pacify him. I, I think I lost yeah, Sal. Yeah. Hey, Stan, I think I lost Sal the point where we hit the elevator music to get to you. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't hear elevator music. All I heard was a, uh, a busy signal. Oh, okay. And everything just went dead, and then I, I heard the busy signal, and I said, I think we've been disconnected. So I hung up and waited for you to call me back. Well, I've got whenever to anybody so knows, I'm most sorry. people don't like talking to me, so whenever they know I'm on the phone, they have a little switch on their phone that gives a busy signal and gets disconnected. Fortunately, well, so yours didn't work well. Well, Stan, I, as I, I had a spy tell me that you were going to be here, Stan. That's why I cut you off. Nah, <laughs> I am. I am really honored that you would. Uh, and you should. Well, you should be. Busy schedule. I'm Stan, sorry? Stan, as I, I told was, Sal earlier in the show, where this is kind of like this is your life. And uh, <laughs> but, 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 do you remember that show? <laughs> well, I, I'm a little too yeah. young for that show, but I remember the reruns. <laughs> yeah, well, Sal yeah, wouldn't who, remember it. Who was the guy who uh, who did that? Um, Jeez, I forget. Art Linkletter? No, 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 no. No, nope, I don't Link remember. Letter. I don't know. Spread somebody or other. Hey, he, he always kept a big book under his arm. 40 years ago, he made the mistake of uh, giving me a job. Yeah, Stan, talk a bit about that. 40 years ago, you gave this guy a job. You gave him a chance. I've been paying for it ever since. That's why I had to move to the coast. Everybody got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. If not for Sal, I'd still be in New York uh, as a famous comic book writer. <laughs> but that's okay. I still love him. Uh, talk a bit about Sal. Uh, you, you actually. I wanted, to, I wanted to commend you on your uh, your wonderful performances in the uh, the latest uh, uh, Marvel movies, The Hulk. I love the way you dropped that bottle. That was fantastic. Oh, you, th- you think it was easy? I, I want to tell you, you have no idea. You have no idea how many cakes I had to make on that. Because <laughs> the, the director, is that right? Yeah, really? the director Lewis, he said, when you drop the bottle, I want you to go, whoa. So I went, whoa. He said, no, no, not whoa. Just go, whoa. So I said, okay, whoa. He said, no, no, just whoa. I said, okay, whoa. He said, no, whoa. This goddamn word, whoa, I, I didn't do it so. I'm trying to stretch my roll, and he's trying to condense it. <laughs> oh, I tell you, it's not easy being a star. Oh, man. <laughs> I well, know, Stan, I know. Hey, we're supposed right to be there. talking about Sal. Are, Sal, i got to tell, tell you one thing. Sure. Um, you were one of the most valuable guys, because I don't know if anybody knows this. You could draw anything. Whenever we were in a jam, whenever we needed some artist to help us out, there was Sal. Whatever it was, he could do it. Of course, when we weren't in a jam, we didn't want anything to do with him, because nobody liked him. But when we needed him, there he was. Oh. Was whether you like it or not, right? I love well, it. Thank you, Stan. I appreciate that. The no, you were I, wonderful, uh, Sal. I, I wouldn't the, come the to the phone. I look like I'm 108 instead of 63. <laughs> Do you think I would come to the phone for anyone else? I mean, maybe for Tom DeFalco, but he's probably not listening, and I wasted that remark. <laughs> no, no, I was listening, Stan. <laughs> I'm so pleased to hear that. That's Boy, classic. Hey, it's really great to hear your voices. Stan, uh, Stan, talk a bit about what what made you hire uh, Sal. I mean, I know he had a famous brother working for you. That's what made me hire him. John said I'd quit if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, too, right? <laughs> I don't remember. He came up, I saw his artwork, and I said, Jesus, you're better than John. But I wouldn't let John know that because John lifted weights, and he was a powerhouse. Oh. Yes, he was, and he used to beat me up all the time, too. Yeah, I liked That's Sal because I could, I could be nasty to Sal. He was a puny little guy. <laughs> i got to tell you this story. Can I tell okay, you a little story about Sal? I'd rather you didn't, but you'll do it anyway. <laughs> well, Go ahead. Uh, 
Stan, if you remember, I touched upon this at that uh, wonderful roast of you in Chicago several years ago. Do you recall that? Yeah, only you would think a roast of me is wonderful, but go ahead. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was the first uh -huh. time I got to say nasty things about you. Uh, in public. <laughs> yeah, you were storing them up for a lifetime. Uh, you know, when I went up to talk to Stan uh, about, the, you know, getting some work from him, uh, Stan went through his routine. I had heard about this. He went through his routine about what he wanted in uh, on every page of every comic book. He wanted a lot of uh, a lot of intensity, a lot of energy, and so on. And this man started leaping around his office. He jumped, ah. literally jumped up on his chair, jumped up on his desk, and scared I was trying to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> he scared the hell of me. I said, I'm working for a maniac. <laughs> and, uh, this, but this is the way he described it. He was so... Uh, uh, so adamant about this, he was. This is the way he described what he wanted on every page of every book that uh, that he produced, and uh, it. I mean, it was a fantastic experience. But boy, was I glad to get the hell out of that office. I'm telling <laughs> you, I thought I was. I escaped with my life. Yeah. Well, the reason that I acted that way was to get you out of the goddamn office. <laughs> I didn't think you'd stay as long as you did. Uh, you see. <laughs> Stan, I, I got to ask you, what is it about artists and families? You've got the Busimas, you got the Romitas. I mean, you have a brother, Larry, who's an artist. Talk a bit about how it goes in the family. There's nothing left. You just said it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's not everybody. It's just a coincidence. Some of us have people in the family who do the. Well, look, look at it this way. Let's say you're a guy like Sal Busema. You're wandering around, you're looking for a place in the world, you don't know what to do, where to go, and you realize your brother, that's right, you realize your brother is making a living without working, just drawing pictures. <laughs> so you say to yourself, man, how long has that been going on? And you decide you'll do it too. And that's what happens, you know, because it's such an easy way to make money. You don't need talent, you don't need brains, you just draw pictures. Yeah. It's not like man, being a writer. Nailed it right on the head. <laughs> this is what I tell people when they when they ask me about doing comics. I tell them I was hired many many years ago by Stan Lee, and I always tell them it sure beats working. There you go. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> You're right. Now, no, it should be fun. It, you got whatever you do, you've got to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, you got to love what you do, Stan. And it's uh, and I I have to uh, seriously. I mean this sincerely. Uh, I I thank you very much for doing what you did 40 years ago uh, because it has been an absolute blast and beyond anything that I could have ever imagined, the, this uh, career that I've had. But how do you like that? It took the guy 40 years to thank me. <laughs> you're gonna get a. Yeah, you're gonna get a. Making me regret it. See, you're gonna get a pang on patience. Thank you. <laughs> now, Stan, uh, Sal drew yes. 104. I'm sorry, Stan. Sal drew 104 issues of Spectacular Spider-Man. It was from 1988 to 1996. What do you think younger artists can take away from his dedication? Because these days, six issues and the artist is out. Mm, I didn't think of that. Are they they really leave after a few issues? I haven't been following the comics that much lately. Well, they they hop in and hop making out. movies. <laughs> oh wow! Well, I don't know that that was dedication. I think Sal was just doing it until he'd get it right. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, you know, it took him a while. <laughs> I figured, that, you know, as long as they didn't notice what was really going on in the book, I figured I'd, you know, I was putting one over on them, so I'd say, hey, I got another issue to do, and just kept on doing it. But I think I'm a little annoyed. I think that beats my record. I had done a hundred and, and a couple more of Fantastic Four. I don't remember the exact number. It sounds like you did more than that yourself. It looks like he beat you by two issues. Oh, my God. And I'm, and I'm being nice to him. <laughs> but writing is so easy, you know. I mean, you know, illustrating—that's the job. I mean, my gosh! What are you my talking God. about? Excuse me, I got dead silence there for a minute. No, DeFalco <laughs> talked up. De yeah, Tom said something. <laughs> you know, I never liked Tom DeFalco. <laughs> really? Whatever his name is, <laughs> I was trying to tell him that for years, man, but he wouldn't listen to me. Does he? No, no, I'll tell you, he's my friend. <laughs> 
I'll tell you something seriously, though. Writing is easy when you're working with artists like Sal Buscema. All I had to do was give them the, the, the idea, the gist of a plot. They would draw it up. I'd put in the copy. I would take the credit for it. And it was a great working relationship. Yeah. Well, See, Sal- I, I, I did you even better, Stan. I'm, I'm working with Ron Friends. I don't even have to come up with the idea. I just tell them we have to do another issue. And the artwork shows up. Well, you always were able to top me. That's another reason I don't like you. <laughs> I'm glad you all uh, dislike each other so much. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about comics. You wouldn't realize that so much hatred exists in one in one field. Just wait, Sal. Wait till I get some sheer real... enmity. Yeah. Wait till I get some real enemies on there, Sal. Well, I can hardly wait. Stan, before before you go, because i got like four other people waiting to call. Yeah, uh, people always say that to me when they want to get rid of me. It's always, <laughs> hey, before, I know you're in a rush, but before you go, I can take it. He has nothing to do, right? So, he's going to go home and have a sandwich now. Uh, you know? I feel sorry for those other people. I mean, after the fun we've had, they're going to be an anti-climax. You know, I'm glad we were first. I love it. Before you go, a lot of Spider yeah. fans are asking Stan about the, the newspaper strip. Uh-huh. Uh, is it an untold tale? Is he he's not married, or what, what's going on with the newspaper strip? Well, I wanted to kind of. Uh, I, I've been following Joe Quesada, and whatever he does, he he had, he made a change with Spider-Man in the books, <laughs> and I figured I'm going to show him that I can do that too. Mm-hmm. So we changed it. We'll go back again to the regular way after a while. I'm just having a little fun. Okay. I, I've been enjoying it. I, I've, I, uh, I know you're, you're the one. <laughs> Stan, you're... I wondered who. <laughs> and his mother, too. Stan. Oh, my mother, too. Write Stan... a lot of letters to the editor. That's what we need. Every, I don't care if they're complaints. Just keep writing to the newspaper about the strip. Those, oh, my God, somebody's really reading it. <laughs> well, Stan, before you go, one last uh Yes, sir. Comment about uh, our pal Sal. What, what, Forty years of Marvel. Any any what, what, closing comments to him before we go? I'm speechless. Oh, you speechless. mean I've got to give the closing comment? I thought you were about to. No, no, go ahead. Let's talk about what, well, what, he, what he's meant for Marvel, what he's meant to Spider-Man, etc. Well, this Johnny Come Lately has <laughs> was one of the pillars of the Marvel structure. The Marvel edifice, which has graced the field of culture for lo these many decades. And without Sal, we would just have one artist less. <laughs> no, he has, he has been, he has been absolutely wonderful. As I mentioned, he was always, and I hate saying anything nice about him, because basically I don't like him, but he was really a joy to work with. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, a real gentleman, mm-hmm. and dependable as hell. And um, if I say any more, people will think I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I love the guy. I love him. And we love you too, Stan. I, th- I appreciate you taking the time today. And will you Stan, thank you. Thank you all so right. much. Hey, good uh, talking to all of you. You would take time to, to do this. Uh, and and I, all I can say is thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And now, Barack, come on, you can come back in the room. <laughs> All right, best of luck to you, Sal. All right, you bye. too, Stan. Take care, okay. buddy. Take it easy. Right, and bye. you too, Tom. Bye. Okay. Excelsior. <laughs> and don't bye. forget Ron. <laughs> All right. Wow. I got the Excelsior in there, guys. Did you hear that? Oh, my gosh. I'm overwhelmed. I honestly <laughs> never – he's the last person I thought would be on this thing. Good I love grief. All right, let's add one more. Let's get another friend in here. Uh, let's see. Hopefully I don't have elevator music for this next well, one. Well, you, you use that term <laughs> friend very loosely, I noticed, uh, Brad, because Stan already said they didn't like me. So. <laughs> I know. Okay, it's ringing. <clears throat> okay, don't disconnect me this time. I won't, I won't. No elevator music. Roy and Dan are unable to come to the Oh. Boy, I'm not having any luck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, Sal, leave a voicemail for Hello? Roy Thomas. Oh, is this Roy? Sure. Oh, hey, hi, Roy. You don't it's think Brad. I'm going to answer my phone, do you? <laughs> Roy, oh, how you is doing? Is this Roy? Roy yeah. Thomas is on the line, Sal. Uh, is is uh, Roy there? Yeah. Hello? Hello? What happens? Is everybody letting you down here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I've been sitting by the phone for the last hour or so here. I thought maybe you guys have forgotten to give about me. You know? We haven't told oh, you. Had all your big names there, you know. <laughs> Stan Lee well, was uh, jabbing because Stan, but he... Stan was on just now, Roy, and he well, was hogging the whole that's, show. That's, so that's not a big name. That's only seven letters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Roy, you're also on the line with Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco. Oh. Hi, Roy. How you doing? Hi. How you doing? How's it going? Well, he's really thrilled, right? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. Hey, hey guys, I got to tell you, I wish I had said this uh, before, but uh, my wife Joan uh, asked me to say hi to all of you. Uh, she appreciates all of you very much. And uh, how's how's Dan doing, Roy? Well, she's Hello. doing fine. She's teaching some. Uh, Economics, the college now, you know, try, you know, and everything, and uh, oh, well, busy. good for her. Please, please yeah. give her our best, okay? Okay, we'll do. And jo- Joan sends her regards too. Okay, well, Roy, talk Thank a bit you. about the first time you worked with Sal. All right, um, I let's see, it would have been on the Avengers. Uh-huh. Uh I remember that. I guess Sal came in to do. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Sal, but you came in really to do the inking of your brother originally, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, I think one of the first major inking jobs I had was the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah and that was because um, yeah, it, it, John almost insisted on it. He just because yeah, he, 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 he you know how jealous he was about people inking him, and right. uh, he he just insisted that um, I, I was one of the few guys that did a an adequate job on his uh, pencils. Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, that uh, that was the original intent. But then somehow or other, yeah. I wound up doing well, the Avengers. Well, you were you were wanting to do some samples. Uh, I, I believe you said that you know John would look at them from time to time and tell you when you, you know you weren't ready yet. But at some stage, you must have said you know it's time to bring them in or something. And I remember yeah. that uh, Stan and I, of course, Stan would have been the one to have made the you know the final determination. But it, right. Uh, but if I if I recall correctly, the first thing that that you did is I had you do the, a couple of pages at the, of a of an Avengers scene uh, that would start an issue, no particular issue. With the um, uh, with Captain America sort of swinging in Batman like under the top of the Avengers mansion, and suddenly in the splash panel uh, from out behind somewhere rushes this guy, the man ape that John and I had created. You know, big guy from Africa and his big white ape. Yeah, yeah, that was and actually a full for, issue that I did, though, Roy. Well, you think that, yeah, but you just did. Yeah, but I only plotted two or three pages to get it going to give you something to do to see mm-hmm. how it would go, and then later we, we kept a whole story, but it wasn't. But it wasn't the first Avengers you, that was published by you. It, that came out after you'd had two or three others then, see? Right. But it oh, wasn't the I first see. thing. But it was the first thing that you did. You must have done a good job because I learned a year or two ago that when they uh, published it in uh, about five or ten years ago in Spain, you know, they translated them all and published them in Spain, I got copies of it. And they credited that issue to John, you know, even though it said Sal on it. Oh, so. is that right? <laughs> well, well, I used to I, swipe him right out the window, you know. So, <laughs> so, you, so you fooled him. So you, so you fooled him. And then, then you, then we, we uh, very soon after that, because Stan was always yanking John off to uh, to do something else. I'd just get him on Avengers for a while and yank him off to the surfer, yank him off Submariner that we were working on together to do something right. else. Right, right. Uh, so, you know, I was, you know, complaining about this, but he said, well, you know, you know, he got Sal there. Look at what a great job Sal did. I said, yeah, well, that'll, that'll work out pretty well, you know, and everything. And uh, that, that'll that be great. And, you know, and he yanked me over that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, well, eventually. But but you did quite a few. We started off with with this story with, um, you had quite an epic from the beginning because I remember we started off with this story with Kang the Conqueror and this yeah. uh, mm-hmm. grandmaster yeah. character we made up playing a chess game. And let's see, in, in the course of those few issues, I had you uh, ring in uh, Human Torch and Captain America and Submariner from the 40s, and we made up that whole group, the Squadron Sinister, that became the yeah. Squadron Supreme that uh, we designed. Right. That were parodies of the uh, some of the Justice League characters. So you really had quite a, a and, story right off the bat there. And those books were just put in Ma- Marvel Masterwork form recently, because, Roy, I saw your intro to them that you just yeah, read. Yeah. 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 Well, they've been reported. Oh, were they really? Yeah, oh, they're yeah, you're, hey, more royalties. Sal, you're in hard, well, <laughs> Sal's in hardcover. <laughs> Boy, I just look, I see the dollar signs. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Roy, talk a bit about since you worked with both the Buscema brothers. What's the differences in working in art style with John and Sal? Well, of course, 
superficially, you know, the work, you know, they kind of resemble each other, when, especially in those days when John was, you know, was, was, I mean, when Sal was wanting, you know, to resemble uh, John. You know, a, as time went on, of course, he gradually developed his own style. Um, I, I, I suppose Sal would probably admit that maybe John was, uh, you know, the better draftsman slightly, you know. There, but, oh, uh, obviously he was. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was a much, much better draftsman. You know, and and you were so you were sort of imitating him. With him, I could always see the kind of the underdrawing and see where it was going. With Sal, you know, I got these finished drawings and everything. You know, so it was kind of hard to see the processes. But you know, when you printed the books, and that this was the the bottom line. You know, they they, they look quite similar. I look at a particular panel just like those Spanish guys did. You know, I can't always you know tell quite where it came from, especially. And the funny thing is, both of you guys, you know, had these early periods where you drew sort of like where you wanted to, like like John did before Stan, you know, convincing that he should sort of become a Kirby clone, you know, which you know John then kind of promptly did to the best of his ability. And yeah, Sal, well, every, everybody uh, had to become a Kirby clone. Yeah, well, you started off sort of as a Busima clone, you know, uh, <laughs> as uh, as he was a clone of a guy, you know, who of course was going to have to become a Kirby clone, so. So uh, you had a you had a double thing. You had to sort of you wanted to match John and you wanted to match Kirby at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and you I failed miserably at both, didn't I? <laughs> no, 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 no. You succeeded very well. Uh, you know, you were you were a very you know popular artist. The books that you were on had a tendency, if you know, if we had the right subject matter, you know, they they right. sold pretty well on on the average and everything like that. You know, you know, nobody was approved. You know, sold everything all the time. You know, we all had our hits and our misses. But uh, no, it was it was quite a successful. Well, Roy, I have to tell you, when, when I started uh, penciling, and I think the Avengers uh, books were the first uh, books that I uh, the first mm-hmm. assignment that I, I got from you guys. Uh, it was a little bit terrifying because uh, really, uh, you know, I had never really done comics on a regular basis. I was a commercial artist for close to 15 years before I started doing comic books. And that was a little terrifying because the group books are the most difficult books to do. Right. And the Avengers happens to be one of the most difficult of the group books to do because they're all to, so different. Yeah. Each character is so different. So it was, a, it was a, a, a really a, a monumental task. And, I, boy, I just sweated every page. I really did. And I was slow as molasses, too. And one of the things I always prided myself in was the fact that I was fairly fast. Yeah. But um, not, not on those issues. And I think I did, what, two or three? Oh, yeah. And then they, well, all, uh, I, all, I guess either you or Stan decided you wanted me to do something else, and I went on to what Submariner, if I remember correctly. Well, me, it may have been that John came back or something like that or or whatever, but uh, it wasn't that uh, you were being kicked off because you weren't doing a good job because we were very happy about it from the beginning. And if you say you did Submariner best, I haven't checked that. I do. I was just thinking though how. Uh, you, how really, you know, much I had enjoyed working on those Submariners with you. That was, I think that you started around the time that, um, uh, that I wanted to make him ecologically aware. And he goes in and he, he stomps into the UN, you know, and he's, mm-hmm. he's of course, done that once, uh, in yeah. and Jack had done. But this time he's in there to tell him about, you know, to really give him an ecological lecture and he's gonna, he's gonna police the seas so that they can't pollute anymore. And, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I had some fun for those, uh, few issues. I don't think you worked on too many, but they they were good issues, as I recall. I Roy, remember them fondly. Roy, before you go, uh, talk, do you have a funny Sal Buscema story you'd like to share with the group? Uh, all <laughs> my stories are funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me see here. Actually, Roy told me that there was nothing humorous about me at all, so uh, he may may have trouble coming up with something. Well, he's a a writer. He can make one up. (laughs) No, no, the thing is, I already told my funny stories about the man, you know, being being credited to uh, to John and uh, stuff like that. But uh, also, I think I I, I do wish I knew whose idea it was. That uh, I remember when I made up this character, I sort of drew a sketch out on the Hyperion, who was the takeoff on Superman. Right. For that squadron, sinister group, and I was real pleased because I don't know if I told you, but when it came in, there were one or two flying poses in there that were like straight out of like Wayne Boring, and I just loved Absolutely. that. Absolutely, <laughs> that was very deliberate too. Exactly. I thought, that, I thought that was really great. I doubt if I told you to do that, but I thought you know you were really you know getting into it at that time. You'd only drawn a couple of issues, so I thought that was yeah. uh, great. 
yeah, I remember, you know, you're telling your stories at the Stan Lee roast in 1995 about when about Stan jumping up on the desk and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Least, yeah, you least, were there, so, right? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, at least you know, with me, you just got the scripts in the mail or the plots <laughs> in the mail, and uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to, you know, wave anything at you, but uh, we actually it. didn't, you know, we actually didn't meet that often, as I recall. You know, you you didn't come into the office that terribly often, did you? No, well, that's one of the one of the comments I made uh, earlier was uh, it's probably a mistake that I made was that I didn't come to New York once. Once I started getting a regular flow of work from Marvel, um, uh, for some reason I never even thought about coming up to the office that uh, that often. But and I think in, in retrospect that was a mistake on my part. I should have come up there just to uh, let everybody know that I was more than just a voice on the phone. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know. But, they kept uh, you busy for what twenty or thirty years. I think I think maybe it worked out. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. Well, Roy, I appreciate you taking time okay. to talk to Sal today. Hey, Anthony, Roy, thank last, you so much. I'm honored that you would take okay. uh, that you would take some time out to do this. Oh, and, uh, thank well, you. Thanks a million, and my best to Dan. Huh? I got to keep you in a good mood because uh, we got to make sure we get that uh, that interview with you finished for Alter Ego. I think it's done. I think it's finally done. Okay, well. I think it's good. finally finished. Okay, it only took a year and a half. Only took a year and a half, right? <laughs> okay, well, happy birthday, Sal. Thank you, Roy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roy. Good talking Thank to you. you. Thanks for coming, Roy. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye-bye. Ron and, and uh, Take care, sir. Tom and everybody. Bye. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, how's this? This is your life going, Sal. What do you think? Oh my gosh, I'm uh, I'm, I'm having problems staying awake. If you want to know the truth, <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's, what get, that's what happens when you get to be my age. You know, that's you right. just kind of fall asleep. He's still crabbing realizing. about not eating, so it's his low blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, I'm also uh, I'm also you're going blind from hunger over here. So yeah. Get some, get so, the guy an IV or something. I don't know. <laughs> while Brad's dialing up the next special guest, yeah, uh, you know, you got to cool it with the self-effacing stuff because I got news for you. That stuff you did with Roy, the the Grandmaster story and the Squadron Sinister and that Submariner work and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. That, those are some of the books that are the reason. Not that this is necessarily a, a wonderful compliment, but that's why I'm in the industry because that stuff. When I was growing up reading comics, that's what took me from just reading comics, the DC stuff and everything, to having the comics actually reach inside me and grab my heart and make it vibrate. Oh, my and gosh. That's what made me want to tell ideas. stories and do this stuff. I mean, I, I wish that, that, that was amazing stuff. Well, thank you. You're very kind. I may start crying any minute here. Well, the only question I always had was, how come John was the only one that ever got away with drawing Submariner with a round head, and everybody else did the Bill Everett flat head? That's what I want to know. I have no idea. (laughs) It's something I've been trying to figure out myself. Sal, this is our, I'm going to call our third out of fourth. We've got one more after this person. Oh, my gosh. We're we're getting them on the line. Who could this be, Sal? All right, we're ringing. Come on, Sal, guess. Uh, Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Hello. Hi, is this Danny? This is Danny. It's Brad Douglas from the Crawl Space. How you doing? Okay, how are you? I'm good. You got Sal Buscema on the line. Sal, it's Danny. Danny. Hi, Sal. Hey, Dan, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed here by uh, you guys showing up for this, uh, whatever it is we're doing here. So. It's a we're, podcast. We're, we're, we're honoring you for uh, surviving all these years and having uh, surviving dealing with all of us. Good choice of words, my friend. Dan, we also <laughs> Thank have... Thank you so much, Danny. Danny, oh. we also have uh, Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco on the line. Oh, I know hey, those Daniel. guys. Hey, you guys but owe I me money. both asleep. Uh, I got... <laughs> <laughs> What's the $10 you guys owe me? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've been meaning to mail it to you. He told me it was in the mail, Dan. Okay. Well, right, that's standard. <laughs> I wouldn't cash the check for a while, though. Uh, yeah, I you can know. hold on to it till uh, my brother straightens out. You know, the hunchback. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'll, just, uh, I'll, just in, I'll just invest it in that uh, Madoff fund you told me about, Tom. Okay. Danny, talking yeah. about you, you, the first time you worked with uh, Sal, was it, I, I did my research last night. Was it with a spectacular title in 91? Is that when you started with Sal? You know, that's the, I would have to guess that I bet somewhere in the 70s when I was, uh, okay. when I was a child, 
But I bet somewhere when I was working on the British titles with Larry Lieber, I bet somewhere in there Sal must have done a cover or a splash page or something for us. Yeah. Really? But, but, but officially, uh, what do you think, Sal? Does that sound familiar? Oh, my gosh. You're, you're talking to the guy with the worst memory on the face of the planet, <laughs> Danny. I mean, I don't know what I had for breakfast this morning. So. It's all about food with Sal, I'm noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're starving. <laughs> well, we're keeping you from dinner. Right. I think, yeah, I decided I think... to do this interview during my dinner time period, and uh, consequently, I'm, I'm getting weak from hunger over here. You know, you can eat yeah. while we do this. Tom's already had a pizza. Uh, no, Tom <laughs> doesn't go to multitasking. I would have perfected <laughs> chewing without any noise, uh, you know, beyond anything that we can comprehend. <laughs> well, according to my computer here... Uh, yeah. I think uh, the first thing that we did together on, on that run on uh, Spectacular Spider-Man was um, issue 175, somewhere in the April 1991. Yeah. Right. Oh, so this was some time after I had uh, been on the book for a while. You came back with uh, Jim Salagrup. Right. Oh, that's um, right. That's right, yes. And, and yes. you did. I didn't know. I, I, I started the book, I think, uh, gee, I don't know, what was it, the early 70s? 70, I did the first 15 or 20 yeah. issues. Right. I'm sorry. I think '76. I think was the year you started that. I could is be that, wrong. Is that right? Okay. I'm, I, I defer to you. I... <laughs> and then, then you came back around '88, and you, right. you, I didn't realize again, thanks to the miracle of the internet, you did a hundred, uh, pretty much consecutive issues from the time you came back, Sal. That's unbelievable. We we just had Stan Lee on the line, and and he beats uh, Stan and Jack Kirby's record by two. Wow. He had a, he had 104 <laughs> issues straight. <laughs> Fantastic. And and Jack That's didn't go staying power, huh? Dan, Dan talking about 30 issues of Spider Girl. Does that count? <laughs> go, go back to your yeah, pizza, Tom. <laughs> have we done that many? My gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Uh, Danny, talk about as an editor, what's Sal like to work with? Is it just a dream? You know, company? temperamental, nothing but tantrums. Once we had a fist, once we had oh, a fist yeah, fight, I, was, I had to hit him with a chair. Yeah. <laughs> an, I was afraid an incredible of prima donna. I won't work with that writer. I won't work with that inker. <laughs> you know, I'm going. I'm going right. over to DC. I'm starting my own company. You know, uh, and I, that's not even that's not even going to all the uh, various personal insults and epithets. No, no, the guy was a nightmare, that, a horror show. I, I said, Sal, you simmer. Forgiven me. <laughs> oh, he is. In a couple of times, one of the things that Danny did, which I seriously I thought was was excellent. Yeah. Uh, was that he would get all the Spider-Man people together, the, right. the the artists, writers, and so on and so forth, bring us up to New York, and we would discuss what was going to happen for the next six months or a year. Right. And then at one, on one of those occasions, we went out to dinner, and then we went to a pool room. Well, and I whipped <laughs> Danny's butt so badly... Because, uh, frankly, he didn't even know how to hold a cue stick. No, I, I am. I'm the world's worst pool player, so beating me is yeah, no big deal. I'm the best. So you can I'm imagine the, what a swore it was. But I will say you, I would, my advice to everybody is never play pool with Sal for money. Sal, <laughs> Sal is one I'm of those guys. Sal is one of those guys who will point to a spot on the pool table and say, uh, I'm going to make the ball stop there. And he makes the ball stop there. He, that, he was was, that was unbelievable. He was a stand-in for the hustler. too much credit, Dan. Hey, look, and the, and I'm the sure you do it, Sal. never forgiven me for that. I love it. Well, you know, Dan, his, his work, was it ever late? I mean, I, I don't – you hear of uh, artists missing deadlines Always. all the time. But I, did he ever miss a deadline? No, you know, uh, no. Right. <laughs> Sal, you we have, we have deadlines in comics? <laughs> now they tell me. I have to say, I was, I was always very um, – you know, I know that Sal uh, always used to talk about how much he enjoyed working with the J.M. Dematis. I think they were a terrific match, the work they did together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, um, you know, I think, yeah, I think, you, guys, I think you guys inspired each other. Yeah. Yeah, we really, we really did. We really did. What, what do you I think? enjoyed working with the guy who was on the phone, too. He, was, uh, he wasn't bad, you know. <laughs> He's probably a good writer someday. Tom, Tom's still there? Yeah, Tom's yeah, still, still here. here. He's eating his pizza, right? He's still got the pizza, yeah. Wait a minute, one of the pepperonis fell on the floor, so <laughs> oh, pick it up if quick before the dog the dog gets it. Five second rule, Sal. You're allowed to five seconds. Five seconds. I, I'm sorry, what, Ron? It's a five second rule. The pepperoni hits yeah, the floor. That's a, that that's a, yeah, that's the third December brother over there. That's uh, Ron. Oh, yeah, right, Ron. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate uh, it. That's a pretty high compliment, Ron. 
Danny, I, what, and I and I take it as such. Believe me, this is like trying to wrangle cats. I'm too. <laughs> Danny, talk about what 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 do you think modern artists should or or artists that are coming up should take away from Sal? I mean, if you never missed a deadline with 104 bank books, account. Well, look, you know the thing. The thing about deadlines is, um, you know, as editors and uh, writers and artists, we tear our hair out over deadlines. But right. you know, 20 years later, nobody remembers who made a deadline and and who didn't. But what you remember, um, and I've been you know, sort of jotting down, uh, you know, brilliant observations here. So, um, uh, but I'll, I'll so whether they're brilliant or not is uh, for Sal to decide. Sal is a guy who reinvented himself, who when he saw like new guys coming down the pike, didn't say, you know, as I, I would hear old timers say, and I've even said myself, ah, those guys have no talent, you know, they're just a bunch of fakes and frauds and, uh, you know, it's only, it's only guys of my generation who know how to do comics. Sal said, wow, these guys are pretty good. I, I gotta, I gotta raise my game. And he did that, you know, so when, when new talent would came, come in, Sal would see it as a challenge, both creatively and financially. <laughs> and he, and you know, you look at the work, and and the guys, Sal's work looked modern, um, and yet stayed true to the to the eternal necessities of storytelling and figure drawing. I mean, it, it, it it's really impressive. Not a lot of guys uh, could do that. You look at the credits over those forty years, Sal's in the business, and he's one of the few names that consistently is there and consistently had a big fan following and big sales. You know, and another thing that kind of I was thinking of was, you know, because your style, Sal, is is a more or less naturalistic one, when people like DeMattis or Conway or, or Mr. DeFalco would ask you to draw these outlandish things, they became even creepier and scarier and weirder because you drew, because you draw in such a naturalistic style. It's sort of... You know, I was just I was sort of thinking about that, and it really, it kind of added a power to it. You saw that sort of subtlety and restraint made the bizarre stuff even even more intense. You know, so those those are the two main things that. Uh, well, you're very you know, kind. About Thank work. you very much. Oh, well, Sal, very kind. Uh, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, but <laughs> I don't either. You know, I'm, write, I'm writing books now. I don't. I don't know what the hell. You know, I love it. I'm, 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 I'm the world. I'm like I'm the Professor Erwin Corey of comics now. I'm the world's foremost authority, so I got to say stuff like that. I've, I've been asking. I asked this to Stanley. I asked this to Roy. Uh, do you have a funny Sal story to tell us? Well, he, you know, that was the pool story. Just that. that oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, because everybody, you know, I mean, again, I'm I'm notable because I don't I play pool like three times in my life, but almost everybody plays pool. They had it in their basement or they're in college, and you know, but Sal was the only guy that I ever played with who would say, "I'm going to put the ball in that pocket," and it went in that pocket. I'm going to make the ball stand still, and it and it stood still. You know, could have had and, another. And, and he and he's a very you know Sal is a very gentlemanly uh, you know high class kind of guy. You don't you don't expect that kind of thing from him. You know and. Uh, so when I forked over, you know, those the three hundred dollars that uh, I was sure that uh, I wouldn't lose, I I, uh, I came away with a newfound respect. So that's that that's probably um, wow. you know the, 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 my funniest uh, You're right. story. You're right. One Sal. of the things one of the things he didn't mention though was that I had my two boys Guido and Nunzio in the room <laughs> keeping an eye on Danny, oh, you and know, uh, they they kind of told him if you if you beat Sal, we're going to break your thumbs. You well, know. I don't think and, there was uh, that much a danger of that. You know, <laughs> you know Sal, I, I never knew you you played cool like that because you know I've always wanted to learn how to play the game. <laughs> you know, yeah, Tom, I've got it. Little, I really have to be very very uh, uh, honest about this. Okay. Uh, Danny's going to hate me for saying this, but Danny is so bad. That compared, <laughs> I'm not claiming I was compared to compared to, to to you know he he thought I was like uh, Willie Hoppy. I don't know if you remember Willie Hoppy, one of the greatest billiards players of all time, and um, uh, it, 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 these people that you see on television now in these billiards tournaments. That compared to Danny, that's who I was. But really, as as pool playing goes, I'm probably less than average. If he had played, John was a better pool player than I was, and my brother Al was better than both of us. <laughs> but, but as I say, according to Dan, and you know what's happening? Um, my phone is losing power. Uh-oh. The battery is going dead, so I'm, I'm, I'm running upstairs. Okay. Hang with me, guys. 
Oh, anyway, this is very exciting. It's like an action movie. Is this is. To get another phone before this one dies altogether. <laughs> Here I am. We're, we're holding this thing together with duct tape, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure the I'll, duct tape is going to help. I'll, I'll tell you one time, Sal bailed me out. You know, now, now, you know. Okay, here we are. Okay, I another phone. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Okay, good. Oh, I, 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 just, I, just, I, I just thought of a time Sal bailed me out of a really tight spot. Uh, okay. Um, there was a, spider, a spectacular Spider-Man annual back in the 80s, and uh, the artist I had on it um, was late, oddly enough. A comic book artist who was late, um, a terrific artist, but uh, had some deadline issues, and Sal stepped in and just saved my rear end and saved uh, the annual. You know, and it was, it was uh, I don't know if you remember that, Sal, and I don't want to mention... The artist, but um, you know who, 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 who the guy. Anyway. Right, because you, you probably did that. You know, I'm sure you did that for people 500 times. About. You know, yeah, you, I'm I sure you saved you're talking about those. Yeah. yeah, I think that's but, the I mean, first said, time you and you, I ever worked together. That might that probably is. You know, unless maybe yeah. you did a, a random cover in the British days or something. But as a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, it was probably during one of my infrequent trips to New York. Mm. Huh. And you called me into your office and asked wow. me if I would finish the book up. That might be. And, that of course, being be. a mercenary fellow, I said, absolutely. Of course. But it was, I mean, I, I just remember, you know, it was literally in the middle of a scene in the comic. This other artist couldn't even finish the scene. So you just suddenly go from one, you know, and probably most readers didn't notice, but to me it was jarring because, uh, you know, because you, you, you and the other artist had uh, somewhat different styles. But it was, uh, you, you saved my ass and, you know, that book, that mm-hmm. comic shipped on time. Awesome. And I was happy uh, to do it, and I expect you to be indebted to me for eternity. Well, I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Danny, we got one uh, more person. I remember that, Dan. That was, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, d- we got one more person we got to get on the line before six. So, Danny, okay. I appreciate you. Okay, coming. that's it sure. for you, Dan. You're out of here. Okay, thanks. So does that mean I'm hanging up? Thank you so much. I, I can't tell you how much. I mean this Oh, Sal, my pleasure. But the minute, the, the second uh, they asked me to do it, I said, of course, I'm there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, my friend. I Thank really you. appreciate it, and uh, continued success in whatever you're doing. You too, sir. So do I? Ha- do I uh, hang up or stand the line? Yes, sir. I'll, I'll hang up on you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang up on you. Dennis. Okay, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of the show. Bye bye. Right. Thank you, Dan. Okay. Bye bye. Hey, Sal. Is the uh, the other phone totally dead? Because it sounds a lot better than this one. Or do you have another phone? Or yeah. Hold on. Okay, I'm yeah. making Sal work tonight, aren't I? <laughs> I do when it's going off. I tell you what, I'm going to go into uh, another room here. Okay. Uh, this fantastic electronic age we live in. <laughs> and I'm going to get another phone that yeah, may be I'm, even better. So let's many, see what happens. How many phones are in the Busima residence? <laughs> oh, 40 or, 40 or 50, I don't know. Holy okay. cow, that's that's a lot better right there. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, that yeah, sounds that's perfect. What, Okay. That's what we'll stay here then. All right, Ron and Tom, can you hear him clearly now? Yes, I yeah. can. Okay. All right, our final person on the line for you. I'm getting right now. All right, here we go. My gosh, who was it? It's ringing. Hopefully they're there. <laughs> This is Drew. You reached the office of J.M. Dematis. Oh. Well, Sal, it was J.M. Dematis. Thank you. <laughs> Mark, Mark Dematis. I'll never forgive him. Leave, leave him a message, Sal. Go ahead. Hey, Mark. Uh, yeah, this is Sal, and uh, sorry we missed you, buddy. I would love to have talked to you. Okay. Uh, I hope everything's going well, and I have no idea what else to say, so goodbye. <laughs> Uh, Jay, I'm sorry we missed you. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Well, that was my fourth uh, person. I don't get. Any, I don't have anybody else, Sal. <laughs> was a hell of a lineup, Brad. I tell you. Oh, I tell you. Do you guys know that that, that J.M. Dematis is now the editor in chief of another comic book company? Yes, that's right. What is it? Uh, I call PWI in uh, California somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm sorry. Arden Entertainment, the company that does Flash Gordon. 
I think oh. I did my, did my plug. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, that, thing, that thing you did, Sal, was for another publisher, something he's doing for another publisher. But he's he's actually in, uh, in-house staff for uh, an outfit called Arden Publishing. Oh, it's, oh, it's Arden? Oh, I see. Arden, I thought yeah. He's not doing a book for... Uh, what he is, he is doing... Yes, that's what I'm saying. He is doing a book for IDW, but, uh, yeah. but he's actually in-house talent for Arden Publishing. Right. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay, gang. We're going to wrap up the first hour right about there. We have two more shows that will be coming out in the next few days with Sal and the gang. Now, our next show will be taking live callers from around the world. We had a record turnout of people waiting to get on the phone and talk to Sal. And in the third show, we'll answer your written questions from the Spider-Man Crawl Space Message Board. Before we go, I want to thank MailOrderComics.com for sponsoring this show into the new year. They're still accepting orders for January books. An example of their spectacular, yes, pun intended, discounts is Amazing Spider-Man number 588. The cover price is $3.99. Mail order has it for $2.47, which is a 38% discount off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com and tell them the Crawl Space sent you, and I'd appreciate it. Now, gang, we'll be back in a few days to continue celebrating the 40 years of Salby Sima at Marvel Comics. I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Thanks for listening and visiting the SpiderManCrawlspace.com. <laughs>